0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast.
1: Bryce, you know that people have to click like three buttons to even start playing this podcast? I think they know what they're listening to. You guys, Annie's back. (laughs) I'm back. Hey, guys, I'm Annie.
0: And I'm Bryce.
1: And we are The Nobodies, experts on nothing.
0: With opinions on everything.
1: Um, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. I am back.
0: Reunited and it feels so good. For one of us. Does anyone know the actual lyrics to that, the rest, any other lyric to that song? No. No. Right. I, I couldn't mean, even,
1: I don't even think I could like hum the rest of it
0: <laughs> No, I couldn't. I was, I was making, when I was, when I was obviously prepping for this podcast, I was thinking, oh, I, I should look up the lyrics just to see, but I was making them up as I go, like, we're oh, like, not, and then what was my.
1: Um, you were planning on singing that? Yeah. That wasn't just like.
0: No, that was cl- totally. Totally.
1: Is there anything that you do on this podcast that isn't planned?
0: You know what? I will tell. I was going to just say that I have no segments or anything prepped except for that um, for, wow. the, for the for these episodes because I, I feel like it just should be a catch up session. You know,
1: I'm impressed. We'll see if you like continue to do this after this episode.
0: Yeah, that's a that's or a if really like good you're going to be
1: just panicking just under the surface the whole time. <laughs> I
0: mean, I am already, you should see my hands, like in, like my hands are like this, like they're so tightly wound. Yes. They're so tightly wound underneath my desk. Um, It's funny because we were just, we were literally just talking about our dynamic and Mm -hmm. I was thinking because I was thinking of you because I we have we're getting ads now crazy I know as you guys are going to hear later but we're getting ads now and I wrote some copy and you were saying how it sounded a, a little bitchy or bitchy like my me interpreting you as your voice and I got to thinking I was like this is totally beside the point but I was like thinking about our dynamic and I was like am I the I didn't realize that you were the straight man the, from a comedy standpoint, the straight man. And I am the complete nutcase mess. Like Are I you? literally, it just dawned on me. It literally just dawned on me. Are I know. you kidding me? I know. I know. I was like, Annie really is the straight man in this, in this dynamic. Like I am, I am the insane one. And you're, you know, you're Dean Martin to my Jerry Lewis or my Jason, you're Jason Bateman to my
1: Will Arnett. I, I am shocked that it (laughs) took you this. Like, I knew probably the first time we actually hung out that that was our dynamic. (laughs) So this is. (laughs)
0: What a A revelation. What a revelation. I mean, I'm not quick on the uptick. We do know that about me.
1: That's true. I didn't know you were that slow on the uptick, though. That's (laughs) That's, it's almost impressive. That
0: is true. That is true. I I, and then I told you right before this that, you know, because of because of that comment, you know, like I don't want because I I don't want people to think that you're a bitch to me because you're not. I mean, you're just you're calling me out. You call me out for things and I appreciate it.
1: Well, I I say something. I was going to say something. Um, I was also making sure that T didn't pull my charger out again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I was going to say, I think reading, I am very sarcastic and I don't need to tell the listeners of the show that, but I think reading sarcasm in an ad copy comes across much bitchier than the delivery verbally. Right. Totally. You know, I think that's where the difference lies. Um, I also want to make it clear that like, you write the ad copy and then I put it into my own voice.
0: Yes, exactly. So, but um, I, 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 I'm hoping that people aren't interpreting that like from this conversation that I n- think you're. <laughs> so, like, oh no, I don't. I mean, cause I, I just told, I yeah. told you though, I said, I'm not going to let you get away with, you know, all of your quirks and things this season. That's my new season resolution.
1: And My, I'm going to continue to reinforce that you don't let me get away with anything. (laughs) (laughs) Like my permission to be who I am is not granted by you.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so so glad you're back. (laughs) (laughs) We actually saw each other in person for the first time last week. We did. After not seeing each other, even on a screen since October... So, well, we
1: Facetimed once.
0: Oh, we Facetimed once. That's right.
1: Yeah, but that so, was the only time.
0: But why would you allow that to happen?
1: I was feeling generous that day. <laughs> you caught me after a bad night. I meant, why
0: would you? Why would you allow it to go that long? Not oh. <laughs>
1: I actually thought you meant like, why would I answer your
0: (laughs) FaceTime? Why would you answer my FaceTime? It was an ambush FaceTime too, which I know you are not, you do not like. And I, 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 anyway, we'll get in. We can talk about that in a minute, but.
1: Um. No, I mean, I just had like a few things on my plate in that time, which is why it went so long.
0: Yes, I, I I think so. I tried not to be just like with rapid fire texting too. I really tried to, I kept my fingers at bay.
1: I will say this is early in the year for me to give out a compliment to you, but I will say that I appreciate the boundaries that you allowed me to set. Thank you. Um, And you really did a good job. Like ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of the time, you really did a good job of like respecting (laughs) that. That is
0: so good. Yeah. No, I'm proud of myself. I'm Um,
1: proud of you too, because I, I will. I did not have high hopes for. For, like, the not – I literally expected to, like, deliver Blue and then all of a sudden have, like, 25 text messages about the plan <laughs> on how we were going to roll that out. Oh, my so, God.
0: That is so embarrassing. I,
1: I know that you wouldn't do that, but
0: – No, I know. But I, I I do think that your concern is valid, obviously. And yeah. I think everyone on this, everyone listening to this knows that. Um, well, now that you've mentioned it, uh, first and foremost, I, will, I think I speak for everyone who listens to this podcast. Thank you for bringing Blue into our lives because oh my he's, gosh, thank you. he's lit up now, you know, social media and
1: he has made an appearance or, yes, two. Um, or two.
0: So congratulations. First of all, congratulations to you and T.
1: Thank you. We are pretty obsessed with him. He's the best.
0: Oh, my God. Well, I hope that Rihanna has a girl now so they can become the new power couple.
1: Oh, my God. Me, too.
0: Like, then we can all ride their coattails. You know, it's like.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I it took all of like 45 seconds to realize that Blue is he's it. (laughs) Yeah, he's it.
0: Well, okay. Well, so I i mean, and obviously answer what you want to, what these questions are, don't and rely, relay what you want. But I mean, how does it feel being a mom? Like how was, how, how are you, how are you doing with everything right now? Generally?
1: Um, I, first of all, I love it. It's, I never considered myself like a super motherly person. Um, but it's the best my most favorite thing I've ever done.
0: Do you think that you've changed
1: or enhanced
0: Um, maybe? I
1: don't think I've changed. I think I've like opened a new part of myself. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You've unlocked something. Yeah. And like, it just is, it's really wild. And I know not everyone, I, I feel like it just was very like instinctive of, like, I just not that I knew what to do because it is appalling that the hospital sends people home with babies. <laughs> like the fact I mean, that, that, is, that say, is crazy.
0: You go in there, not with a baby and come out with one
1: like a couple days. you're They're just like, good luck. And it's like, um, what? Like, and you just kind of figure it out. Any mom that says that they know what they're doing is full of shit. <laughs> And they're lying through their teeth.
0: Because they're lying through their Instagram stories.
1: Oh, for real. Because literally every day I do something where I'm like, that nah, can't be right.
0: <laughs> did you read did you like, I mean, did you read any book like parenting books or anything? Or I know you took a class, but I mean, is that is is that typical anymore? And do people do that?
1: The class we took was for labor and delivery, which okay. um I'm really glad we took because I think um walking into my labor and delivery experience without some of that knowledge would have been really like much worse. Yeah. Um and so which I I don't mind talking about that if you want to ask me questions about that, but I am getting there. Okay. Um but no, I I read one book but it was more like a skim. I, it was one of those things I didn't want to overload myself with information because I mm-hmm. didn't want to have, I, I flew by the seat of my pants through pregnancy and I just wanted to be able to kind of react instinctively, like the, the, yeah. the, the way that just felt right, as opposed to this is how it should be. Yeah. Um and so, no, I didn't really, I take it one, we're taking it one day at a time over here. So you're
0: saying that you, you put the Annie approach to it. Like, which is, you know, you're like, not to say that's, that's like rude, but like. Oh,
1: no. I mean, I literally just, I li- live my life just going with what feels Lead your
0: right. gut. You live with your yeah. gut. That's great. Yeah, I really do. God, I wish so, I could do that.
1: We'll work on it.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I, I really, you know, I think that what you're saying is, is, God, I feel like there was another question in there. Now I can't think of what it was going to be in your dynamic. Whatever, uh, we'll just move on. I'll think think of it. The Nobody's podcast is brought to you by Way. Annie, is your skin dry, itchy, or dehydrated like mine, especially in the winter months? Wait, let me rephrase that. Does your epidermis ever feel like a rhinoceros's hide, or maybe like the topography of Arizona?
1: Okay, after this, I want to know how long you've known what an epidermis (laughs) is, but like we've talked about before, you need some new references, so we can also talk about that after this. Also, it sounds like you need Whey Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast-absorbing, hydrating, and contains high-quality, nourishing ingredients like squalane, coconut oil, and kupoisu butter.
0: It sounds like I do, but no way, whey, does all that.
1: (sighs) It does. (laughs) And I have actually used a couple of their other products like their dry shampoo and their leave-in conditioner, and both of those do exactly what they say they will. So experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way.
0: Go to dot com and use code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire purchase at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code believe the nobody's podcast is brought to you by Nord VPN small potatoes I want to talk to you about VPN no I'm not referring to the now defunct TV channel that aired Buffy the Vampire Slayer Moesha and Shasta McNasty and eventually became the CW that was UPN a VPN is a virtual private network that encrypts your internet traffic and hides your IP and virtual location in short, it helps protect your data and secures your connection to avoid piracy. The best VPN on the market is hands down NordVPN because of its commitment to speedy service, privacy, and customer satisfaction. I've personally used NordVPN and I can tell you how amazing it is. I didn't even know that I needed this until I had it. And now I can't go on the internet without it because it just allows me not to have my information collated and collected and trafficked all throughout the internet. So if you want to be like me, Grab your exclusive Nord VPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your Nord VPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guaranteed. Sounds like a win-win to me.
1: This episode of The Nobodies is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com.
0: Why didn't you use the sexy voice?
1: Uh, you mean your psychopath voice?
0: It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice.
1: Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But, you know, what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com.
0: Ain't that the truth. Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight.
1: Oh, my God. We've talked about your use of the word type.
0: All right. Well, I think her products are awesome.
1: Okay. Well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion.
0: You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos.
1: Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, but yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on EmilyRoggenburg.com.
0: That's right. 20% off at EmilyRoggenburg.com. promo code nobody.
1: Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed.
0: Annie, I just ordered my oversized sweatshirt to keep me cozy in the cool months.
1: I really don't love that sentence, but I really do love that you finally ordered it.
0: Woohoo! It's the small wins.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, pushing it with that woohoo.
0: And now, back to the show. (coughs) Have you, um, what is the most surprising change since you've become a mother? Like, do you think? Before we get into delivery and stuff.
1: Um, I think just the ability to like pivot and adapt and survive on like a new sleep schedule. Okay. Because for me, like sleep is very, before I had blue, if I didn't get like seven or eight hours, I was wrecked. Yeah. And now like a three to four hour stretch. And let me just preface this by saying, um, blue, he'll be 10 weeks old tomorrow. Um, And he is a very good sleeper for his age and has been from the jump. Like he never he'll have, I think maybe there's been two nights since he was born where he's woken up like every hour and a half, two hours. Otherwise he gives us like three, four hour stretches.
0: Wow. That's so nice.
1: Yeah. So I just want to say that because I know a lot of moms out there don't have that experience. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't, I want to be very upfront with my experience because I don't want to be an Instagram person where it's like, oh my God, my, I have this down pat because it's not. <laughs> no, um, I
0: think that's, I, I think that's admirable. I, yeah. I, think- I just
1: want to be transparent because it is, I think I told you even when we were on our walk, like so many people talk about how hard the transition into motherhood is. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because, This might make me sound like an asshole. Maybe it's because Blue is such a good sleeper because I do think that's what makes the transition so hard. But I don't feel like I've hit the point of like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I haven't hit that yet. And it probably will hit me when he... it will hit me at some point where I'm like, oh my God, being a parent is so hard. I just haven't hit that yet, but he also can't like move away from me. Like where I set him is where he lays. So that helps.
0: (laughs) I mean, it, it, I think that, I think what you're saying is, is right though, because it's like you, and you don't have to ever cross that threshold. You've also probably prepared mentally. I mean, just from an outsider's perspective, it seems like you've probably mentally prepared for that day to come. So anticipating it probably does soften the blow of like, oh, this is, you know, I'm getting by with this. Yeah. Well, and I think
1: also I just feel so unbelievably lucky. Like even when I'm up at 3am feeding him, it's like, I just, I cannot believe I'm lucky enough to have this Baby. And oh, that's
0: so daughter. nice. That's so. Yeah, great. it's just
1: I feel I'm just very. I keep talking to my friends that are moms, and I'm like, why doesn't anyone tell you that becoming a mom is like the scariest, most intense thing you will ever go through? But it's also like the fucking best. Yeah. You know, it's like you. I didn't know that you could be so exhausted and so terrified, but also the most grateful you've ever been in your whole life.
0: It, it is, it's it just is so wild. wild. Yeah. I mean, you go back to thinking about, you know, people, you know, famous people say this stuff all the time with kids, you know, they, they're like, oh, my life didn't begin with kids. I mean, I told you, I think I told you this, maybe we even talked about it this on this podcast, but when George Clooney was on smart List, like decorated, not to like say whatever, but it, it, not to really like rise him up or whatever, but you know, he's just so decorated and everything and, and accomplished everything. But his biggest accomplishment, the best thing, the thing that defines him are his kids a
1: hundred percent.
0: So if it happens to George Clooney, then it happens to everybody. So it must totally just be like a transcendent experience.
1: Well, you do like I look at Blue and I'm like, okay, like if my if I created this, like I must be doing something, yeah, okay, that I'm allowed to like have something so great.
0: Do you do you miss him like when he's right next to you,
1: <laughs> or like when he's sleeping? Um, Yeah. And it's usually on the days where I'm really frustrated because he won't go down for a nap or like he won't do anything that I want him to do. And like breastfeeding in the beginning was really hard. So I would be so frustrated. And then I would finally get him to do what I wanted him to do, especially sleep. And I'd be like, oh, I just want to like wake up and wake him up and hang out with him. (laughs) So I don't, I haven't resorted to like, I know some people put them in their crib and then. Like we'll look at photos of them while they're in their cra- And yeah. I haven't done that. Usually I'm holding him and like scrolling through old photos of him. So um, yeah, it's just like, it's he's bizarre. right there. You know, he's, he's right. There. I know, but you like, can't get enough. <laughs> okay.
0: I got to tell you, my sister Ellie was like, she, I, she talked, I talked to her yesterday and she was like, I just have to say, like, I thought Annie's baby was cute. Like when I, when you sent me the picture, like so cute, but like he is. Maybe the cutest baby I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> no, she's just like, he's like a model. Like, I don't understand how he's like. I mean, how he's not gotten scooped up by something. Like, they should get into baby clothes. They should get into you know baby podcasting, whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> baby podcasting. We have had people tell us that they know an agent that will sign him if we decide to immediately go through that. Um, part of me is tempted to and have him like put a bunch of money away for him and then get him out of the industry before he knows what's going on. Exactly. Um, But no, tell her thank you or Ellie thank you because I know she listens. We are obviously biased. I'm, as his mother, think he's the cutest baby of all time, but it's nice to hear reinforcement in that.
0: Oh, he is so cute, you guys. And also, like, I saw him for the first time. Well, I saw him on FaceTime, and I already relayed this to the listeners, but that he was holding his head up at, what, one week old? And yeah. <laughs> like, real overachiever. He was, real like, it was
1: really kind of bizarre. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: but he's yeah, so he's cute, and the hype is one. real. All right, the hype is real. Everybody, just to let everyone know that
1: <laughs> we can put po- we can post a photo of him um, okay. for this episode.
0: Great. Well, we so what? What's he like? What's Blue like? Have you got? Have you like started a baby book or maybe maybe opened up a baby TikTok account
1: yet? Absolutely not, and we won't. <laughs> we didn't even post about him. I don't think till he was like six weeks old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I do have an Instagram account for him. Okay, but I I don't think that I will use it. Yeah, um, I mostly just wanted to like swipe the name so that nobody else could. Yeah. Um,
0: good call. Smart. Think, well,
1: I didn't think about it. I posted like the, his birth announcement on my page, and Emily texted me and she was like, "If you don't grab Blue Arlo Johnson like as a handle right now, somebody else is going to."
0: Yeah. Oh so, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I did right like immediately. Um, but yeah, I doubt we'll use it. Yeah. Um, in terms of a baby book, no, I've made a lot of notes in my phone about like, especially during, when I was in the hospital delivering him, mm-hmm. I made notes about just things that I like wanted to remember about that process. Um, but no, not really in terms what, of what he's like. I mean, yeah, he's, he a, like- he's a baby, but he, he almost never cries. Like he'll only cry if he is starving um, or if he needs to, or if he has bad like gas, like if he needs to let one rip or burp or something. Yeah. Um, but, and he even really doesn't cry like that during that. He just kind of whines. Yeah. So, That's so
0: funny, but he's yeah, cooing he's and he like wants to, it feels like he wants to talk already.
1: He wants to talk so bad. He's so, he wants to giggle so bad too. He's like right, he's smiling a ton now. Like he recognizes tease in my faces so that mm. when we like like he's on his changing table and we walk over to him. Also, just for any crazy people out there, like he can't fall out of his changing table yeah. the way that we have it. Um, so I have we walk away from there occasionally because it's his happy right. place and he just lays in it and coos all the time. Um, <laughs> but like when we walk up, he gets this big smile on his face. And he wants to giggle and I just cannot wait to hear him giggle.
0: Oh, that's gonna be great. That's yeah, gonna be so, so good. Crazy. Uh, how did you come up with his name?
1: That was all T. Really? Well, I I offered up Arlo as the middle name. Okay. Um blue is something that just has a lot of significance in T's life. And okay. so not just as a color, but just I won't share his yeah, stuff, right. but it, no, it, that, it has that, a lot of significance for him. And so that's, and I love the name also. Yeah, it's sentimental. And then Arlo, um, I've just always liked the name Arlo. I didn't say it because I didn't think T would like it. And then we were having a really hard time agreeing on a middle name. And finally, one day I was just like, what do you think about Arlo? And he liked it. And then I texted Emily and I was like, what do you think of blue Arlo? Cause we had settled on blue pretty early on in my pregnancy. Like, Right at the end of my first trimester, I think.
0: Wow. Um,
1: yeah, we didn't share it really, but we had right settled on that once we knew it was a boy. We like really locked into finding a name. Mm. Um, and M looked up what Arlo is, and it's the it, it's an Italian variation of Charles, which is um a family name for me. And then all of T's brothers and he have Italian middle names,
0: so oh. it just it just like happened
1: to work out really well. Um, so yeah, that's how we got that's Blue, great. Huh?
0: I mean, I love the name. It's so unique.
1: Thank you. Ever one guy told us. It sounds like it. He sounds like a jazz star. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe a jazz you, musician.
0: Maybe he can save jazz and not Ryan Gosling or Emma Stone from La La Land.
1: Oh God. Nice <laughs> reference. That would be it. That's the most Bryce reference ever. <laughs>
0: Okay. Do you want to do you? you, Well, you were saying that you, you told me the other day you were waiting for the day that you're out with blue and your dog Carter, and you will have to explain that blue is the baby and Carter is the dog. Did you forget that you live in LA? Because I don't feel like that's.
1: Um, I didn't forget that I live in LA, but it is more acceptable in LA. Like if yeah. I was in Nebraska and said that my dog's name was Carter and my son's name was Blue, people would look at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, was.
0: I know, it's so good. Um you gave birth on Thanksgiving. I did. did. Did you at least get a turkey dinner
1: out of it? Um I did not. Not on, not on Thanksgiving. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, I did get a turkey dinner.
0: But the hospital Um, didn't give you one.
1: Well, I so I had a C section, and my my surgeon's protocol. This is not the same for all OBs, but my surgeon's protocol is after a C section, you could not have solid food for twenty four (laughs) hours. And before my C section, I had not had solid food in. About 56 hours. Oh. Yeah.
0: You're like, you're, I mean, that's like a Bryce fasting window.
1: It was not on purpose. No, I know. Um, once you get an epidural in the hospital, you cannot eat and so, or you can't eat solids. Okay. And so um, that if that gives you any indication on how long I was in labor.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to do you want to tell me your birth story?
1: I can. So, oh my god! You really... Oh my god! I put that question in
0: thinking you'd be like, "No, Bryce."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't mind. Um, I won't get into like any crazy specifics. Oh, but, please
0: do. Let's talk about dilation.
1: Um, <laughs> which is honestly like so intense that I, it's nuts. Oh god. Um, okay. No, so I'll I'll keep it short. But I labored at home for about twenty four hours before I went to the hospital. Um, we went to the hospital. I was barely dilated and my contractions were somewhat inconsistent. So they sent us home. And then um, you went home. We went home. I had only I had been in labor. When we went home, I'd been in labor for like I call it, I call it labor because I was having contractions consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, most people I think would call what I did at home pro-dormal labor, pro something like that prodromal prodormal something like that basically saying like your body is getting ready but it's like false labor almost um but they were not Braxton Hicks contractions they were real contractions okay. um cuz i'd been having Braxton Hicks before that
0: and that and is then, typically what is just for people that don't know what that is but it's Braxton Hicks is like for people people as me
1: <laughs> yeah Braxton Hicks there, It's contractions, but it's not like birthing contractions. So oh. it's basically your uterus, hey. like your body getting ready. And then pro dorm, I don't know if it's pro dromal or pro dormal. That's going to irritate the shit out oh, of me. Well, either um, way. But yeah, basically that like there's a di- Braxton Hicks can happen in like one part of your uterus. And then you, I did, I was like, oh my God.
0: It's pro dromal P R O D R O M A L.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, do you want to read the definition?
0: Uh prodromal labor is labor that starts and stops before fully active labor begins.
1: Okay, so that's basically what they said that I was experiencing because my contractions were anywhere from like seven to eleven minutes apart.
0: Oh, oh my. Yeah.
1: But I did that for like before we went to the hospital. I started contracting at like five PM on Monday. Okay, Monday night.
0: Okay, Monday. We
1: we went to the hospital. I had an appointment for what they call a non-stress test on Tuesday morning anyway because Blue was measuring big. I was past my due date. So they just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. And the, right. the non-stress test, they literally just hook you up to the monitors and monitor your contractions for an hour. Um, I was contracting very regularly but not consistently, if that makes sense. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. consistently – a certain number of minutes apart. So they checked me. I was not dilated enough to say they sent me home. Um, I will say we delivered in Santa Monica. I live in Burbank, which is about 45 minute drive. Yeah,
0: It's not close.
1: It's not close. And also, uh, that drive while you're contracting <laughs> is hell on earth. And oh I would not wish that. good um, traffic. Luckily, the way that everything was timed, we didn't deal too much with traffic. Okay. Um, but it was still 45 minutes to an hour. Right. So we go home. I continue contracting. Finally, they told me to come back to the hospital when my contractions were four to five minutes apart. So we went back and got admitted at 9 p.m. on Tuesday. So I was just laboring at home during that time. And they oh. were – I mean, contractions were intense during that. It's not like you're just, like, sitting, chilling through them. Like, I was – Right having to like, pause and breathe through them. Um, so I got admitted around 945. I think um, I got the epidural at 1am. They okay. broke my water at 130am. Um, <laughs> and this is Wednesday morning,
0: they can just okay? do that.
1: Yeah, because at that point, I was a little bit dil- I was four centimeters dilated. Oh. So they can just break the water. No big deal. So you didn't
0: have that moment where you're like standing in a grocery store and your Mm. water breaks. No,
1: only 10% of women have that moment. Oh yeah. Most women do not have their water break naturally. Um, So just for time purposes, they broke my water at 1 30 AM Wednesday morning. I delivered blue shortly after 5 AM Thursday morning.
0: Oh,
1: a section
0: Oh, oh no!
1: Yeah. So it was. I did eventually fully dilate. Um. I did push, and Fat Boy was just too big. He wasn't going <laughs> to come out. So that's why we had to enormous.
0: Offer How big was he?
1: He actually was not enormous compared to. He was eight pounds thirteen ounces. Okay. Um. Our my sur or my OB slash surgeon did say that. Um, he had had a bowel movement in utero, which is not uncommon for babies that go past their due date. Um, And she said that she has no doubt had that not happened, that he would have been over nine pounds. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) So he was big. He just was – not. he was really long. He was 22 inches long. He just was not going to fit through my pelvis. It wasn't Mm. even a matter of head size or anything like that. Like he was just – not going to fit. And mm-hmm. what was funny is the next day when I was, when we were in our, like our, um, I don't even know what they call it. Like there's labor the and delivery room. rooms. And then there's like postnatal rooms basically. Um, and when we were in there, every nurse that came in was like, there was no way this baby was going to come out. <laughs> like they just, he just looked really big to them. Yeah. And now I've had a couple friends have babies since blue was born and their babies were so much smaller and like the thought, because blue felt so little to us, but now like the thought of seeing like a six pound baby, I'm like, oh my god, I that is just so hard to even wrap my head around yeah, if babies are that tiny.
0: That they're that small, and six pounds is pretty standard, right? I mean, that's like a normal. I think the
1: average is seven pounds, seven pounds seven ounces or something is the average. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, that, go ahead. that
0: is no, that's that's. That's still a big kid.
1: Oh, Oh, eight thirteen is big.
0: And you said oh, you were pretty big bigger. though, right?
1: I was um, I was eight pounds nine ounces. No, I was eight pounds six ounces. T was nine pounds eight ounces. So we were destined <laughs> to have a big child because he did like pounds. Yeah. yeah. Eight nine pounds, eight ounces. That's nine and a half pounds. He, I mean, and we're both really tall. Yeah. Like we're we were destined to have a big baby, and we knew from I think 20 weeks on that blue is measuring big. God,
0: that's, that's, that it's just, it's such a wild, like the whole thing, it, it, going back to what you said at the beginning, is how people let people leave the hospital with children when they come in without them. It's just,
1: <laughs> well, beyond, here's the thing. So for a like, C section, you have to stay four nights. Okay. Okay. For a regular birth or a vaginal birth, I should say. Um, because also for moms that have delivered C sections that have like an emotional trauma to it, you still carried a baby for nine months and you went through major surgery to get that baby into the world. Yeah. You're still a superhero. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just have to are say a that lot. Of, there
0: are a lot of people, and obviously, I'm not going to pretend to know anything, but I've I have heard about a lot of people that are very like not ashamed, but almost
1: yeah. Like, there's a lot of like shame carried with C sections,
0: which is crazy. Cause like what you said. So anyway.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I will say like, I never felt that I said from the very beginning to my doctor, as long my end result is going to be the same. Like we're bringing a baby into this world regardless of how he chooses to enter it. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that was always kind of my mindset. And so when they came in, I actually ended up saying, can we just do a C-section because yeah. <laughs> I was after 60 hours, I was like, I need this to be done um but yeah no i mean i think it was never emergent for us like my vitals were fine the whole time blues vitals were fine the whole time it was not an emergency c-section and i think a lot of that trauma and shame comes with emergency c-sections which is even more of a reason not to have it feel that way Mm -hmm. um but i'm also not going to sit here and tell someone how to feel (laughs) i just want every woman to know that they're amazing yes um but what was the question you asked me initially uh
0: what was your birth story
1: no. What was How I just about to get into?
0: Um, C-sections.
1: It's gone. It's gone. I'm sure I made a point in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, you did. It was really, okay. it was very well-spoken. I my Finally, I just want to ask, well, not finally, but I, I wanted to let you know that the question, do you want to tell me your birth story was... Um, a, I found that on a website to ask new moms the story. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, to...
1: you d- you asked it very respectfully, which okay, I appreciate. Good. Yeah.
0: And that's yeah. how, that's how they said to say it, like the the verbiage. To you want yeah, you want to tell your birth story? Because if you said no, then that'd be the end of it. Obviously, yeah. Um, do you feel uh, more maternal now after becoming a mom?
1: <laughs> I do to blue, but like. <laughs> not i haven't been around any other babies but i don't foresee myself feeling it towards other babies that's really? possible. and i may be so off base there
0: i think you are i think it's gonna be like dogs with you like you stop and talk to every dog it's gonna be like that with babies now
1: <laughs> and maybe it will be we'll have to see yeah yeah. We'll no, but I was,
0: I asked the question because remember when I said my sister is, oh, I feel like you could be, she just become more maternal than oh, yeah. and you were like, and I was like, no shit, Bryce.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so I yes. wanted to
0: see if that was. Now,
1: I, now I understand it more though, because okay. I think like there really is, for me, there was like a little bit like, there is nothing that I wouldn't do for that baby. Yeah. Nothing.
0: It's so, crazy. and I
1: think like that, I didn't know that like I was capable of that.
0: Um what's your favorite thing to do with Blue? Look at him. <laughs> just stare at him.
1: Just stare at him. Like I just like there he started because like I said he starts he like recognizes me now. And he does this with T too. Where like we pick him up and he makes eye contact and won't break eye contact and there's just this like feeling where it's like he knows that like I'm his mom. And like, I'm his person. And it's the best. It is true. Like there's no even way of describing it. It's the best thing ever.
0: Oh my God. I love that so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so cool.
0: The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and Believe Podcast Network. You can and should follow The Nobody's Podcast at Nobody's Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at Nobody's The Pod on Twitter.
1: And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com.
0: And remember, the best way to support the show is to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend.
1: And more importantly, a mediocre week.